Should you be doing everything in your business? Or should a VA be helping you? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Come on. Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur, and my name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your weekly dose of strength and virtual assistant learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur, or maybe you're one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm bringing you another big interview episode today. Today, Gina Suzanne shares about identifying your strengths, turning breakups into springboards, creating loyalty, and caring about both sides of a people transaction. Plus, I want to let you in on next week's interview episode guest who has been building companies and leading sales teams for over 20 years. As per usual, the Dark Horse Corrals are chock full of personal business and marketing G-O-L-D spilling from every corner of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ. So let's get to the starting gates and go. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family, today's guest, as you know, is the also fiery Gina Suzanne. Now, Gina is one of the most sought after operational strategists in the entrepreneurial game. She is known for helping business owners remove themselves from their business. And how is she doing that? Yeah, she's doing that through some highly efficient and customized systems, processes, and teams. She's the founder of Gina Suzanne Consulting and Structure to Scale, which provides the teams and those systems needed to scale past seven figures while resulting in more freedom, more profit, and of course, more peace of mind. All right, Gina, we're just going to cut straight to it. Welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Girl. Long time no talk to. It's been a minute. I'm so excited. I'm so... I'm like honored to be on this show because I watched it come into fruition and like now I'm on it. It's like life has come full circle right now. (laughs) Isn't that kind of cool? It was funny is that for those that don't know, uh, I was involved in a course where Gina uh, is, is running, running the show. And here's one of the cool things I remember, not so much all the excellent content and the guidance you gave me, which was fire by the way. Um, But one of the first things she told me was you remind me of my dad. And I was like, what? Bring it up. <laughs> which which is usually a compliment and and again in this case i took it as one there's been a few times yeah someone says you remind me of my dad and he's a butthead okay well anyway not my in dad this is case, single though. greatest person on this earth my dad See, you're second uh, but my dad is first oh, oh, so, uh, so it, was, it was the highest of all compliments actually fire awesome well <laughs> i, I want to step back and, and shut my babbling mouth for a couple of moments and i want you to tell your story the good the bad the ugly the ups the downs the rights okay. the lefts that brought you to where you are and why you love doing what you do so much oh my gosh okay well i think i have quite the story um, I'm going to go back, ooh, ooh, too many years. I mean, not really, but um, <laughs> I'm going to go back to college. Um, I was a chemical engineer. So I was in chemical engineering school. And like, 
not a good engineer like this mm, does not good at numbers, not good at being an engineer, but I had this other gift that I think maybe it wasn't the first time I've seen that gift approach, um, come up in myself, but I had seen it the most, the most starting, you know, to be like, oh, words are so hard right now. Uh, I right. saw the most in college. So it was this gift of like identifying gaps and optimizations that can be done in communities, mm. businesses that translated to, um, so I was always doing something that I wasn't asked of me, but was needed to be done. And then people were always like, so thankful at the end until I went into corporate America as an engineer. Um, and I was doing everything, but my engineering work and I eventually got fired. So, <laughs> but it was like doing, I was doing all these things like, um, Oh, like we need an operations manual. Like, Oh, we need an onboarding guide. Like I was doing all these things like, Hey, let's make templates of this content. So we don't have to, you know, reinvent the wheel every time I was right. saying all of these things. And they were like, wow, that's so great. Thanks. But we need you to do your, you know, the calculations. We need you to write this equipment guide. Like, you know, we were, we were, I was doing everything I wasn't supposed to be. And then I eventually got fired. However, there was a point right before I got fired where I went on a really long trip across Asia. And um, that's where I had met my partner at, um, of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had something to fall back on. So as soon as I got fired, I actually left the, co- the country of America. I'm from Philly. Um, and I started traveling full time. And so I didn't have my cushy engineering job, which I was like making bank on. I was like living my best life. I could like go to Whole Foods, roll up in the cheese section and like fill my cart, not even <laughs> think about it. Like those are the good old days. Um, <laughs> so I was, you know, I was teaching English at the time. I was like writing SEO articles. I was doing that digital nomad thing, traveling across the world. And I always had been entrepreneurial. I had always like wanted to run businesses. So I had started a few businesses during our time traveling. Um, and even like before that, um, but my partner, and I had started the a podcasting media company where we we're teaching entrepreneurs like yourself, how to start a successful podcast rank on iTunes, you know, Uh, And that's kind of how I really got my start running businesses. Um, And I like running a business, being a COO is like my, my niche. Like it's what I love to do. Um, So from there, you know, we had a huge team. Um, We had a great community. Um, I have since, you know, departed from that section chapter in my life. Um, Really brutal breakup, really hard, really disgusting, really nasty. Mm. Um, And I'm like friends with every other ex I've ever had. So like, this is like super new to me to like navigate through here. So um, if we want to dive into that, you know, like I was completely blindsided, asked to, you know, leave the country, the house, the business, the team. So in like 24 hours, I was completely lost, you know, what I thought was the love of my life, my, my business of my life, my team. And the I was outside of the country. We were living in Costa Rica. So I had like gone from a hundred to zero in 24 hours. And I was a wreck. Uh, it was. Uh, wow. And w- w- where do you go with something like that? You know, I, I, I was sitting there listening to, cause I, I knew you during that time frame, Right. And you, you kept it very, internal. Now you may, you probably had your inner circle of friends that you shared more than you ever did with me, obviously. But uh, on on the surface, uh, from the uh, outside looking in, I didn't see that, which is probably good, right? But <laughs> you know, I liken it to my divorce where it's like, right? There's like, when the car hits the wall and the wall doesn't move, well, obviously the car folds and there's this 
melange of damage. I can only imagine what it was going through. So, man, I, I want to step back. We might go there. Okay. And we might we can go wherever you want. Oh, right, right. <laughs> we, we might go because that's a that's a tough one. That's that's a big thing. To, a lot of folks don't know how to handle. Let's 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 pause here for a minute. Okay. So you're asked to leave, like you mentioned, your company, your team, your relationship. The home, which was overseas, you weren't even in here. You were from the U.S. You're in, in everything, yeah. and you you were like, "Hey, now you you got to bounce, right?" What 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 do you do? I mean, what's the first thing your head's going? Uh, WTF? What the fuck? I can go ahead and say it. It's my show, right? You can say it too. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, I literally did not know. I feel like people say like, "Oh, like the world flipped upside down." Like I literally felt like I had nothing. Mm. And I had always, I've been the, always the person who's like had safety nets. I'm very risk averse. Um, and I like totally bought in that it was like forever. Like I was in some kind of dream world mm. and I probably painted a picture perfect life, although it wasn't in person. Um, and I don't know, hindsight, hindsight, hindsight's 2020. Like yeah. I was, it was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Okay. There now there's the story I like to hear. Right? And, and you know, damn it, you had to go through it, right? But it yeah. sounds like you learned from the adventure. Uh, I don't want to call it the dip in your roller coaster. I call life yeah. a roller coaster. And you've got those dips here that it's fun and you're riding and having a great time. All of a sudden, ah, right? Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, I'm so glad it happened. Like I kind of knew in the moment that this was like the springboard that I needed. Um, however, it hurt so bad. Like I was, I was, I remember I was laying on the floor. It was a cold tile floor and I was like laying in my own vomit because I couldn't stop crying and throwing up. Mm. Cause I was like, what am I going to do? I don't have a job. I don't have a team. I don't have any money. Cause we were bootstrapping it. We weren't right. I wasn't getting paid barely anything, you know, and all the money went towards rent. Um, so it was, so 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 scary so i went back to my parents house and um before i got there i got covid in the airport so i was isolated for you know three weeks three or four weeks alone with covid (laughs) dealing with all of this also trying to build a new business because homegirls gotta make money Got to pay them bills, right? Okay, so let's let's go there, right? Let's go past the COVID thing. That's a whole nother show, right there. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode, <laughs> right? So you, you start you start a new business. Where where are you headed now with this new adventure? Okay, so first of all, I have to shout out to my incredible team. Um, something that really happened to me, and I couldn't have done this without them, is the person, the people, the two people that got me through this entire situation was my team from my previous company. Mm -hmm. Now we were instructed by, you know, my previous partner not to speak to each other. I wasn't allowed to talk to them. They weren't allowed to talk to me, but we had such a connection that we were sisters in a way, Mm -hmm. like big sisters to each other. Um, So honestly, I was in contact with them all the time. They were like sending me Bible verses. They were just like sending me Mm -hmm. funny videos. Like we, like we were never going to give up each other. And we knew, like, you can't tell someone not to talk to them. So it's fine. I, I feel um, that now. Yeah. So the first thing they said to me is, we're going with you. And I was like, you can't come with me. First of all, he needs you. He has to pay you. I can't pay you. I can't do anything. And they're like, we're going to work for free until you're back on your feet. <laughs> so they ended up leaving and coming to my fake, made up, not real at all company that we didn't do anything yet. We were just building from the ground up. 
Um, and that was, you know, January and now it's June. So it was six months ago. Um, and now we have a few companies. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, so we, right now we do systems and consulting for digital startups. So we help overwork visionaries get their time and freedom back through systems, processes, and teams. So that's like what we're really good at, you know? We come into your business, we analyze what's going on, and then develop systems and processes and SOPs so that, you know, your team can be running smoothly. If you don't mm. have a team, we get you a team. Um, that blew up really fast. Um, actually, that someone, everyone else kind of decided what I would be doing because I got a lot of phone calls once they heard that I was, you know, on the market business-wise. <laughs> So I kind of got like a lot of phone calls. It was overwhelming. So I started that consulting business. Um, now it's just, uh, I fired all my clients and now we're starting to do um, like a mastermind course. That's not quite launching yet. Um, but that's because like, I wanted to help more than just the people who are calling me. If that makes sense. It does make sense. And is the mastermind course going to be on that same topic of getting your time back and helping those, those basically the same thing you were doing for those individual clients, but you're going to break it out into a bigger group? Yes. Nice. Now, I haven't told anyone this, so you're literally the first person to know, but um, it's going to be CEOs, founders like ourselves, we're too busy to take another course. Like I can't imagine yeah. like, sitting down and taking a course. Like what? Like, imagine taking the podcasting course again. Like that oh was my God. more hard weeks of your life. Yeah. Um, okay. So this actually is geared towards your executive or virtual assistant for them to take it. And there are some modules that you would need to like watch so you can like do the whole process, but it's turning your VA into an ops manager to run your business. So it's like mm. what I see most of the times when I'm going into these business and analyzing the flaws and what needs to be optimized, I'm seeing these same few things repeat. Um, and I've trained, you know, my own, I've trained my own team on this, other people's teams on this. I've hired teams and then trained them on this. So that's what the course is going to be. So you don't actually have to take it. You can just send your EA or VA. And if you don't have that, we can also hire them for you because that's, but I don't market that service. So don't tell anyone about it. Definitely don't put it on a podcast. Uh, yeah, right. We don't, want to, we don't want to be talking about things like that on the air. <laughs> no, that's actually fire because you've thought this past that first step. I know there's so many business owners, entrepreneurs, yeah, indiepreneurs, solopreneurs are like, oh, what a great idea. I need to take that course. Yet in the back of their head, they're going, damn, I don't have another 40 hours to dedicate yeah. to learning this. And you're like, no, you don't have to do that. That's the point. You're not supposed to be doing that. You're supposed to yes. be handing that off to other folks. That's that's fire. Now, is that uh, is that a few weeks out? Oh no, we're a few months out. Oh, you're a few months out. So, okay. We're a few months out. At the out, time yeah. of this recording, we're probably this will probably be dropping in about five weeks from the time we're talking right now. Okay. So you, it'll still be another Only a month, month or two in. then. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All, right. All right. So we'll be keeping the ears open, and as you release that, let me know, and I will add that update of information into the show notes so people can go check it that. out later on. Absolutely. Thank you. And, and, and I can attest to the this gift you've talked about because when I went through the course that you and your former partner were involved in, um, a lot of the pieces you, know, you were explaining and walking through, and hey, I did this because of that. And I was like, I totally get this. You know, it was everything just made sense because it was like kachunka, kachunka. It was like step one, step two, step three. And so many oh, courses, so, glad. so many courses that it, I see out there and I've partaken in probably far, uh, 
of one or two. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably well, way too many of them where they're like, here's all the things you need to do. And you're like, stop. <laughs> I can't do all those things. You gotta, I can't keep up anymore. No, you you got you to gotta baby step me through. And, and I think I'm pretty smart. Uh, and I think that's probably one of the big failures of so many uh, business owners, like you were saying, where they're they're trying to do everything. And even in, in, in chime in here in, in a second. So when you see, let's say, a solopreneur, right? They they have to do everything. They're wearing all the hats, you yeah. know. And maybe they have or just getting in where they just hired a VA. Do you find that they don't want to let go, or they just don't know how? What steps do I hand off? Is it maybe it's a combination? Okay, I see this all the time. And most people want to be able to like let go and give out out the stuff, but they're not good at explaining the task. So when Mm. they do, Mm. the task doesn't get done to their ability. Then they get frustrated. They think EAs don't work. Then it reinforces that they have to do everything. And it's this like horrible, nasty cycle. Um, so when we so when we do hire EAs and VAs for people, we do an onboarding training plan. And it's not just training them. It's actually training you too. Um, because a lot of visionaries are exactly that. They're visionaries. They see way past what most people see in their head. And that's why they're so brilliant. That's why my partner was brilliant. Everything you learned in that course was things he's learned and taught and developed. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I was just putting it together. So I'm more, I'm really good at the communication between, which doesn't sound like it because words seem very hard for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but when it, when you're describing tasks and delegating, it's kind of an art. Um, so that's mm-hmm. what we kind of go okay. over. But I do see a lot of times where people like can't let go, but only because they've tried in the past and it's just gone so bad. Uh, yeah, there's. I think there's something to be said for some of the personality differences. And there's all kinds of different tests that are out there. Obviously, there are folks that are, like you were saying, they're the visionary. They're thinking 87 steps ahead, you know, and God love those folks. And then there are folks that are like, they're what? I mean, let's call them integrators, right? They're the ones, they're the ones that are in the yeah. middle. They're not the operators. They're not the visionaries. They're kind of in the middle taking, oh, here you go. If you see those old movies where the old operators were sitting at the desk and there's all those wires in front of them. Oh, you need to talk to this person here. That's where it goes here and plugs it in, right? That's an integrator, right? They're grabbing that plug. Oh, I need, uh, you know, Fahrenheit 451. Okay, that's over here. And you need uh, Disco 123. That goes over there. Those integrators, and we need them. And then we need the operators because they're actually the ones doing the task. Doing it. Yeah. So, you know, you've got all those, everyone has their place. And when everyone's doing their role that their kind of head kind of fits them into, Man, the machine just hums. So sweet. So true. You need all of those people. You really do. And you have to, I guess you have to admit where you are in the organization. You know, uh, I've seen folks that think they need to be the CEO and they're, they suck at it. You know, dude, you suck as a CEO. Hire someone else to do that. And you do the job that you rock at. And then everyone's good. You know, sometimes it's that that ego thing that steps into so so true and i get it it's your baby you want to hold on to it and you probably know how to do everything is the best there is but can you really lean into your strengths and the things that you need to do if you're if you're working in your business every day you can't be working on, on your it. business amen and then amen. you can't grow and scale so that's kind of like our whole goal 
um, but training your EA and your VA. Um, but some people just don't know what to do or what they can delegate. Um, but definitely if you're a solo entrepreneur, um, my biggest suggestion as your first hire, because you're like, who do you hire first? What do you delegate first? Would be an EA or a VA, which stands for executive or virtual assistant. In sure. case someone's like, what do these acronyms mean? <laughs> so let's 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 dig around there for a minute. I mean, there's so many um, opportunities. You've seen them everywhere, and actually, I get peppered in my DMs. It seems like every day on Facebook, hey, we hire, we will get you a virtual assistant. I'm like, I got it. Thank you very much. I, I'm good. Um, what are your when when folks come to you and say, hey, where do I get a, an EA or a VA? What where do you direct them to? Yeah, well, first of all, I direct them myself if, there you if go. I know them, and I <laughs> I'm very choosy with what clients I bring on because I want. You're now listening to-, to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. I don't just look out for the client; I also look out for the talent because our hiring process is so rigorous that anyone who makes it through, I deeply, deeply care about. I want them to go to good people. It's like I'm like rehoming talent. Yeah. And I want to make sure. So I feel like I feel super responsible for both sides or whether I'm like serving you as a client or you as talent. Um, but I go through, I love Filipino offshore hires. I just, their work ethic and their loyalty and core values to family and Mm -hmm. high execution. Mm -hmm. And they just have a really hard work ethic that I really just I really enjoy working with Filipino offshore workers. Um, so that's where my candidate pool is sourced from. Um, and man, I've just been so overwhelmed with the success from them. Sweet. All right. So if anyone's out there looking for an EA or a VA, you heard her, go to her first. Now, you got to have your head on straight. Otherwise, Gina's going to kick you out the door. I'm telling you. She'll do it nicely, of course. She'll give you a little yeah, shift. We run a tight ship here. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. I think there, that's that integrator part of you. It's like you're not just you're not just looking at someone as a dollar sign. Otherwise, you'd just be like, eh, okay, cool. There you go. Oh, you, yeah. You, you Everyone comes, yeah. But as that integrator mindset, you're like, okay, I'm going to take you. Oh, you're going to fit great with this person over here and vice versa. And if it didn't work, well, then you wouldn't connect those two. That's it's See, you figured your spot out. That's awesome. Thanks. It's really what I like. I really like doing it. And, and, and the big smile keeps coming back to your face because you like doing it. <laughs> I really, and, I really, I love the people. Right. I feel like a matchmaking, but like for even more of a serious relationship because it's a business relationship. Because most people like my EA, my EA, which I don't even like to call her that because she's like, I usually call her my rock, my queen, my everything. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Marge. Um, like I would gladly hang out with her off hours. Like I do text her off hours, you know? So I like to bring that to my clients as well. So I'm really picky about, and that's what, and like, let's give out tips for people who are doing their own hiring. Let's. Um, if, if that's okay. Please. Um, you do want to screen for, so I really, people are like, oh, experience, experience, meh, experience, meh. I can teach anyone anything. Mm-hmm. What I cannot teach you is to show up hungry every day, to show up with that work ethic, to go above and beyond, to kind of anticipate my needs. So when I'm screening, uh, I'm screening for these kinds of things, um, beyond experience, but more so energy and vibe. Because if you're having a low day, first of all, being a leader in a company is a hard role emotionally. And no one really talks about that. And I'm not going to either, but it is (laughs) (laughs) different podcast. Um, so when I'm having a low day, like I don't want to have to be the one to lift everyone up every Mm. single day. I want to be able to count on my team to lift me up as well. And man, 
do they? Ugh, like they can tell when I'm having a bad day and it, and they just, they bring it even harder. Oh. So it's really important to me if I have energy around me because like hashtag depression sucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I need that sometimes. So I really am sort I'm really like cautious of the people I bring into my circle um, and the energy I give. So my team members have to be positive and high energy and funny. <laughs> that, that's fire right there. That's no, that's one of the yeah. things I think is huge when it comes to building a team. And that's probably where we're going to go next is uh, we, we talked about the, the different stages of everybody is that now, okay, now, okay, you're the integrator, you're this person, you're that person. That's awesome. But if your vibe sucks, I don't care how good of an integrator, how good yeah. of an operator you are. I, I'm sorry. I don't want you around. It just, doesn't work. It's like you said, it's that there's that energy pool um, that you want to bring that resonance that you say, ah, when we're together, man, we're fire. You can liken it to a good band, right? We've all had that band that when you heard them, you're like, God, these guys are awesome. And then one member leaves. I don't care who it is. Doesn't even have to be the person in the front. One member leaves and the whole thing falls apart. And you're like, what is up? It's just a drummer, you know, it's, but it's never the same, right? You're so right. And I feel like I know, not, I feel like I know that people when they're, they like coming to work or like being surrounded with the people, they do better work. I've seen it. I have felt it. I've hired for it. And my, one of my team members this morning, we have an annual meeting tomorrow. And, uh, she's like, last time we had an annual meeting with our old company. She's like, I didn't really want to go. And she's like, I'm so excited for tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, me too. Like, That's awesome. I'm like, so excited to show up to our meetings because I don't, it's just different. It yeah. just feels different. And I can see it on their faces. And plus they can't stop telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's all I really want is, you know, to be a good boss and to provide. Also, it's like so scary having to provide for other people. Um, then, yeah. People are relying on you now, right? For sure. You're the head chicken charge. <laughs> It's scary, but I take that responsibility so close to my heart. So, well, right. that you know, I, I can say this with uh, all sincerity. I've seen your heart uh, from day one. I mean, when we you stepped onto the screen with the whole podcast thing, I mean, you were caring for each and every person that was there. And yeah, okay, they paid money and whatever like this. I mean, you really brought it every time, and I, I watched you go the extra mile time and time again. So, and that shows. So I'm sure yeah. that shows to your team and everyone that uh, that will be engaging with you in this upcoming mastermind as well. Wow. Well, thank you for that. That's really kind of you to say. Uh, it's because I loved it. I really <laughs> did love it. Well, <laughs> and there it is right there. So, okay. So any other, let's, let's fire off. You have another tip for building your team. So we're going to be screening for that hunger. You can teach them everything, but you want to screen for yeah. that hunger and that energy, right? I also like to build diverse teams and this is kind of a double-edged sword and I'm, I want to play devil's advocate for this both Okay. Um, because I know a lot of offshore teams. I try to keep it within the same uh, country due to cultures and mm -hmm. the way of speaking. And I like that they're kind of all in the same way, but I also like diverse teams from different areas, different languages, all walks of life because it kind of brings different perspective. And I want to give you an analogy um, where do you keep your ketchup? Like after you open it, do you keep it in the fridge or do you keep it in a cupboard? I keep mine in a cupboard. 
Okay, you keep yours in the cupboard. I mm-hmm. keep mine in the fridge. Okay. Now, you're say you're baking some, not baking something, probably not baking with ketchup. Say you're cooking something and the recipe calls for ketchup. You go to the cupboard. I go to the fridge and you're out of it. So mm. depending on where you're looking, you're going to look for substitutes. So if I'm in the fridge, I might grab the, the sweet chili sauce because it's right next to it in the fridge. But if you're in yeah. the cupboard, you might grab molasses or something, right. you know? So I really like diverse teams because when you come to a problem, they're going to have different solutions, a different pathway of solutions. Does that yeah. make sense? Uh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I makes... really love having diverse teams for uh, that reason. And and, you know, would, and I think with so many um, political flags going up, diverse means so many different things to different folks, right? And we're and we're True. not talking about your your color, your race, or any of this noise. It's like your experience. You know, yes. so like Gina will come to the table and bring all this engineering, heartfelt, let's bring the people together kind of experience where Tracy's going to bring this old bearded kind of rock and roll thought process, you know, and then someone else will bring, I don't know, maybe a hip hop flair, whatever it is, but we all have a unique way of thinking. Um, is, that makes sense? It's exactly, you got it. Diverse, it means it means literally everyone's so diverse from each other. Like experience comes yeah. down to experience. Those, those, that diversity really plays super well when you get into, I find like a brainstorming exercise. Okay, everybody, here's the problem we're trying to solve. And uh, we want everyone's idea, no limits, no critiquing and go. No wrong answers. No wrong answers, right? You just go around the room and if someone says one thing and then Tracy says something and genius says something. And then the first person says, hearing all those other things go, it makes them think of something new. And now because of that diversity and that speaking openly, new ideas are brought to the forefront. Now Gina says, oh, wow, that makes me think of this. And, you know, the next thing you know, you've the power of multiple and diverse minds far exceeds my imagination. That's for sure. And I think that most people don't think of their like EAs or VAs as like, and this is really sad. This is like really sad, but I see this too much. Uh, They don't really see them as like, I don't want to say people, but like, you know, if you're not a marketing mind, like I'm not going to ask my VA for advice. No, I do. I do because they're seeing it from a different angle. I'm absolutely going to make it a point to ask them. So I always include, you know, every team member in these kind of sessions to get their opinion on things. I think that's a really big hack. Yeah. No, no mind is too small. No mind is too big. Bring them all in. Cause you're right there. Some of the best ideas come from the bottom, right? Mr. CEO, he's so far disconnected that yeah. he might not know anymore, right? You need the the person that boots on the ground so that they can say, look, I keep hearing this from your customers. We need yeah. to solve that. Forget about creating the next new widget. Solve the current problem you have. Keep your current customers happy. Then come up with the new widget, right? 100%. That's why in our meetings, so we do team meetings every day. And okay. this is another good thing for team building. Um, we have a daily team meeting. Okay. Ours is a little bit longer because we like to chit chat. However, you can do it in about 12, 15 minutes every day. Most important part of your day. Do not skip it. Is at the same time every day. Every single person is on this zoom call or in the same room. Okay. We go over a few things. We always start out with first is grateful. What are you grateful for today? Doesn't have to be about the business. Doesn't have to be about anything. I don't care. No repeats, no stealing answers. Those are the two rules. So you're forced every day to think of something. Today, I was like, 
I am grateful for the sun. Like that, I never said that one before. And I was in the pool while we had our meeting and I was getting a suntan. I'm like, I'm grateful for this moment. Um, so that's the first thing we do when we go around. Um, and then we do what, any wins. So this business wins or personal wins. Mm-hmm. Again, we take down that barrier that this is a work thing. We're just working on putting ourselves in the right mindset before we go into this meeting. Right. Um, and then we set the intention for the day. What is your intention? Usually it is work, work, work wise at this point. Sure. Um, unless, you know, getting your vaccination, hashtag COVID. <laughs> um, like that's my intention for the day. Um, so then we jump into uh, current clients, old clients. Cause we always, even though like a contract's been done and dusted, we love to circle back. Um, you know, it's been a, a few weeks since we talked to that person. Let's just check in or any questions from this person. Have you heard from them? What are they doing? So we always like to bring up old clients. Um, and then we do, uh, questions, comments, concerns, complaints. That's one slide. So I'm asking, you know, people, I'm asking my team, is there anything on your heart that like, you need to tell me, like, are you overwhelmed? Do you need more hours? Do you need more, you know, I want to know, I want to give them the opportunity to ask any questions or voice any concerns or complaints that they have that day, because I need to know if something's bad or not. And mm-hmm. usually people aren't having that avenue to voice your concerns. Yeah. Um, so, and sometimes a team member will bring up a, a, for another team member if they're shy, mm-hmm. um, which I like that too. Um, but it's always a safe space and they know that. And there's never like, and that's sometimes we hear problems. And then we tackle them and it's like, you never have to, oh, I have, used to be at such a terrible, terrible company. Not, not with my ex <laughs> when I was an engineer Sure. <laughs> and it was just right. Yeah. Let's um, clarify that everyone. <laughs> <laughs> not third, I'm not here to throw any shade. Um, and he was, he was a really terrible, terrible leader. And I, it was so heavy on my heart every day. And I wanted to tell him how I felt every day and I couldn't, and there was never an avenue to mm. voice any changes. So I always make sure that, um, and then we fell up with a meditation visualization. One minute we share what we're like focusing on for the future. And then we just meditate on it for one minute. That's it. 60 seconds, minute of quietness. Um, I think, I think that's how we, we do our team meetings. Yeah. I think, I think I covered everything. Oh, we go over the calendar, but anyway, oh, yeah. so, Details. Making sure, yeah, making sure that my team's all on the same page head headspace wise, mm-hmm. and they're like, if they have any problems or concerns about their work, um, that's what we've been doing, and it really has changed the game in terms of productivity, in terms of team communication, um, in terms of being on the same page with the vision. Oh, I forgot the most important part. Sorry. Oh. Last one is caught being awesome. We have a slide. And based on our core values, who was caught being awesome living out one of the core values? Mm. So we, anyone can nominate anyone. You could nominate yourself. I do it sometimes. Because um, <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was really awesome for getting that done. Um, so I like to point out that it comes back to living out our core values. And I like to make sure everyone has recognition for even the smallest thing. That's fire. That's fire. I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a woo woo guy. I know I don't always look it, you know, I wouldn't have guessed. Right. But, uh, do you, do you find anyone has resistance to things like the gratitude or, or the visualization meditation? So I thought I was going to be, I thought I was going to get more pushback on mm-hmm. incorporating the manifestation visualization minute. Um, and really it's up to them what they do with that minute of silence. I can't get in their brain. However, um, I like that they share with me what they're going for. And so far, no, no negative energy. I'm not like asking them to pray or anything, Sure. Um, but they can use that one minute, however they want. 
That's awesome. Um, That's fire. But, but that comes back yeah. to screening for those hungry folks that have that energy and vibe that clicks with you. If they usually, if they have that kind of click with me vibe, they're going to, they're going to feel open to, you know, a little moment of uh, meditation, a little moment of gratitude. Yeah. yeah. A second's not going to kill anyone. That's right. A minute, I mean, That's right. Yeah. Now, I'm a big fan of that, right? I, I, oh, I me too. Oh, I love it. And journaling, man. I, my daughter, because she knows I journal so much, she got this for me. And it says, The Musings of Tracy Brinkman. <laughs> the best gift I've ever seen. Isn't that cool? What a beautiful thing. I know. It was probably the cheapest gift I've ever gotten from someone, but it, it you know, it's not about the money. So it's nice. about where it comes from. Oh, it's fine. Oh, that thought. That's so nice. Right. I'm going to steal that gift idea. There you go, right there. Okay. So it's a dark horse entrepreneur. You ever identify, and you know what a dark horse is, right? I, I explained it to you almost a year ago now. Do you remember? Yeah, but can you can you like reiterate sure. for, for the it's, other people in this it, room? It's like it's like another another version of the underdog, right? The one no one expects to win, and sometimes even those in your own inner circle, right? They they're like, "Are you sure you want to do that? I don't think you can." You're like, "I got this." You just need to run your race. So those are those dark horses. They come from behind and they cross that wind, that finish line. That dark horse. Yeah. How do you how do you tackle that dark horse persona in the entrepreneurial world to, to bust through and, and cross that finish line? Oof. All right. Because you said you were woo-woo, I'm gonna get woo-woo. Go woo-woo. Um, <laughs> I um, am always trying to connect with like my higher self, which I don't even know what that means yet. I know she's there. Um, and I was watching a TikTok of all things. And they're like, you don't actually have to wait because your higher self is already in you. You just have to connect to it. Like you've already, like time is not linear or whatever those people say. Right. Um, and like, you're, you're already living that higher life at in this moment and you just have to channel them. So when I need to like become me as a dark horse like I'm always channeling like the end goal that's already happened because I know it's already happened somewhere and I'm just reminding myself that oh it's already been done you just need to you know keep going like I can't explain it and I'm definitely not a person who's good at words um but oh, I get it I get it you're here here's how I look at it in in, okay. in in my little goal setting course right first thing I try to put people through is looking out and I call it the Vista vision. You're sitting up on a Vista high on there. Maybe you're sitting on the cliff if you're willing to look down and you're looking over the landscape that is the ultimate life that you want, right? You got the perfect mate, you got the house, the car, the kids, the dog, whatever. How does it smell? How does it feel, right? You're absorbing all those things, right? So that's your, that's your future you. You're just talking to that person. That's that's what I heard you just say. I'm just, I'm just reaching out to that person that's sitting on that Vista vision. I'm going, what's up? How's it going? Right. And you're just asking the question. So how did you get here? Oh, well, here's what I did. I did this and I did that. And you're like, got it. Got it. Let me write that down. And then you start <laughs> executing those things, right? Exactly. Cause a person like is already in me. I just need to just connect with it a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And when you they... manifest and visualize like, you're already, I always pretend like I'm, I've already done it, right? It's already happened because your yeah. brain doesn't know the difference. Right. Um, so I already, I like, I'm already there. I'm living that life now. Yeah. So, that, now so far that's worked. Yeah. And you, now you just got to bring scary. it to this version of the universe, whatever that, like you said, it's hard to explain, right? Uh, parallel, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so I, I want to be mindful of your time, and I, I really appreciate you coming on and hanging out. But if oh, folks want to check out more of Gina and this mastermind thing she's got coming on the horizon, or learn more about her VA mastery, all that kind of stuff, where do we want to send them? Yeah, okay. So the best place to find me is actually Facebook. So facebook.com slash the real Gina Suzanne. Uh, um, and we'll put that in the show notes, but yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the best place to find me. Um, you can send me a message on there um, and we'll, we'll see how we can help you. And even if you just want to like, pick my brain, I'm cool with that too. Sweet. All right. And then of course, when you get this mastermind put together, you'll let me know about that and we'll drop that into these show notes. Absolutely. Too. It's going right. to be incredible. All right, Gina. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate you. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad to be on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Finally, after seeing it, I'm just so excited. Thank you. Thank you. All right, there you have it, my Dark Horse friends and family. Gina, Suzanne, dropping operationally efficient bombs on us today. What thoughts or ideas resonated with you? She gave so many, but let me let me share four that kind of clicked with me right off the bat. And like I said, she shared so many. Thought number one, identify your strengths. Gina shared early on in her collegiate career that she found her strengths for being able to find and fill gaps in processes and communities and obviously business. She kept applying this strength even though it was not a core need in the field that she was focused on. She focused on it so much that as she herself said, it resulted in her getting fired. Now, These were were things that needed to be done, and she was excellent at doing them. But alas, they were not what her employers thought she should be focused on. So here's the question I'm going to ask you, my dark horse friend. Do you know your strengths? Are you leveraging them to your advantage, to the advantage of your business, to the advantage of your, your spirituality, your relationships? Are you integrating them into your career path, your entrepreneurial path, your life path, your relationship path, your spiritual path? I want to dive a bit more into this in episode 232, Ways to Identify Your Strengths. Thought number two, breakups can be springboards. Now, Gina shared that she had built a relationship and a business at the same time with a former partner in life and in business. Then out of the blue, she was asked to leave. She was asked to leave not only the relationship, but the business as well. Out of the blue, her whole life was turned upside down in a moment, but she did learn some lessons as a result and even called it herself the best thing that ever happened to her. Look, here's the thing. It's never easy to end a relationship, be it a personal relationship or a business relationship, any relationship, right? But I still want to take a stab at discussing it a bit more in episode 233, signs that you might need to break up with your partner. And it's might be a business partner or otherwise, right? Maybe we should call that episode signs that you might need to break up with your partnership. Hmm? I don't know. Thought number three, create loyalty. Now, Gina herself didn't call this out specifically, but I want to call it out for her. Gina was able to create a sincere bond and loyalty with those that she worked with and led in the business that she was asked to exit out of. As a result of being such an inspired and sincere leader, some of those people, yeah, 
They followed her, even though she had no new business capital from which she could offer them some payroll. They didn't care. They said they'd work for free. They found someone that they resonated with. They, someone with whom their energy matched, right? Remember we talked about energy last week in episode 228 with Billy Bat. Go back and give that a listen. That was an awesome episode. Anyway, as a result, Gina was able to quickly springboard her breakup, uh, both the personal and the business, into a new venture because she was an inspiring leader. I want to share some thoughts about being such an inspired leader in a Facebook called To Be an Inspired Leader, You Need These Traits. And I'm going to share what those are in that live in the Dark Horse Facebook group, the Dark Horse Tribe Facebook group. All right, so come check that out. That will be Tuesday. Thought number four, do not do it all. Do your strengths. Gina shared the importance of all those entrepreneurs and solopreneurs out there not trying to do it all themselves. Rather, focus on your strengths. A pitfall that so many fall into is, especially when they're bringing on new help, is they're not often up to par. You could see it say even not competent in passing along the processes that they've built if there is any, right, uh, to get the process they've built to, to get tasks done so that the task is done to their liking. And as a result of not being able to effectively pass along that task, quite often the task is not accomplished to their liking, which further embeds the belief that they have to do it themselves. I want to dive a bit more into this during an upcoming Facebook Live, probably on Thursday. And we're going to call this one, Stop Doing Everything Yourself. Uh, We'll do this one on Thursday in the Dark Horse Tribe Facebook group. All right, so what inspiring ideas, tips, or thoughts resonated with you from from Gina or, or myself today, right? Whatever they were, take some time right now, as quickly as possible, to write them down. Grab a pen, a piece of paper, a, a napkin, a piece of toilet paper, and write it down, right? And then, yeah, that's right, put them into action. Get out there. Run your race. Get your results. And then come back and let me hear about them. I'm serious. Email me at tracy at darkhorseschooling.com and share the tips or ideas that you came away with how you put them into action, and what results you gain from doing that. Heck, who knows? Maybe we'll even bring you on the show uh, to share those ideas, those tips, those actions, and those results about your business. All right. Now, next week, our interview episode guest is going to be J.M. Ryerson. Now, J.M. is an author, a mindset coach. He's also the host of the Let's Go Win podcast. You know, see, JM has been building companies and leading sales teams for over 20 years. JM is the founder and the CEO of Let's Go Win, whose mission is to increase leadership, enhance culture, and help build teams' peak performance. So help build and help, help teams 
build and achieve their peak performance. I'm not even going to edit that out. <laughs> right Now I know you want to keep getting all these valuable tips and these awesome stories that, from the guests I'm able to bring on to this podcast. So please go on down there. Hit that subscribe button while you're there. That's right. Drop us a five-star rating. Leave us some kind words in the reviews. Ask some questions. Leave some comments, some suggestions. I read every single one of these reviews. I uh, really appreciate everyone's input. And of course, do not keep all this entrepreneurial G-O-L-D all to yourself. Share the podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners that you know will get value from it. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do, my friend. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.